0: Hello everyone, this is Supreme Decision, and welcome to another episode of the Supreme Decision's Legal Minute Podcast. Today, well, I'm actually back for the first time, if that's actually still the same, but today I want to bring you something that I thought was rather interesting whenever I first saw it, and it was actually, I believe it's a Netflix special Or maybe HBO Max or something to that effect. But the show was called We Own the City. Now many of you probably haven't seen it or heard of it. But also many of you probably haven't remembered or don't remember because it's been a while since I've done this. Who I said this podcast is actually for. It's for the police apologists. It's for those who tell us that we need to just comply and nothing will happen. If you wasn't committing a crime, police wouldn't bother you. Well, that's what this movie was about. And it, well, actually, it was like a docu-series. It's six episodes. And what it was, it's a corrupt Baltimore City police unit. Now, out of this unit... Eight people were sent to federal prison. And no, this was not in the 1960s. It was not in the 1950s. This was in, what, 2017, 2018? Right before the pandemic. So this is something that is very fresh. These eight gentlemen, plus three more that either retired because they were in politics at the time, took their own life, or branched off into something that had nothing else to do with the police department and it also included a bail bondsman. What it was were these officers, they were created in a unit. They would literally rob people. They would... They've ended up getting multiple people killed. They lied on police reports. They've even made up charges against innocent people. They forced people that were doing no crime to lose their jobs. They were also doing things in a manner to which it did not even allow the citizens of that city to go out and go to a corner store without being harassed, you know, for doing nothing, where they were criminalizing life, even though, again, the police apologists tell us we should respect the police. We should just comply when they ask. And when you look at the number of people that these officers, these eight officers, Over the span of 10 years. The effect that they had on the entire city. The effect that they had on the entire department. The millions of dollars they cost taxpayers. For their actions. Are you still going to tell me I should just out and out trust the badge. Just because somebody's wearing it. Because we forget they are human beings under that badge. Human beings are fallible. We've learned that. We see that. Even the best of us have shortcomings. Let's put it that way. But there were several instances in that movie that I wanted to relay to you. Because again, this is not just for the police apologists on this episode. But I want you, the police apologists, to pay attention to it. Because whether you like it or don't like it, this is actually what happened. And again, this was recent. What happened was one sergeant told another one. You have to pay attention when you're doing your paperwork. Now, keep in mind, one of the things I tell you is simply make sure when you're doing a re- discovery request which is one of your first options make sure you are paying attention to the verbiage because they are using stock language now the reason he was telling him to pay attention to the paperwork was because he had violated a man's rights that man had then filed a complaint that had traction because his paperwork did not edify or show something that could have been potentially something that offers protection to the officer because words have power. In the stock language, he told him to always play up the attack now if you were able to watch part of this series and you saw that encounter or situation the police officer was the aggressor the young man when the police officer jumped out of his vehicle on him and ran towards him he threw his bottle to the side not in the direction of the police officer but he threw it to the side the police officer then Tackled him and punched him in the face four times. Remember, the police officer in his report must state that he was in imminent danger. He was the one being attacked. He also said, emphasize the threat to your life and others. The attack would be the bottle being thrown, but now he has to say in his direction. He has to now say the broken glass Could have caused harm to not only himself, but to others in that vicinity. Because it has to seem standard that he was protecting not only himself, but those that are around him. Why? Because they are the fiduciaries of the public. They are the ones that are working towards the good of the public. So if they're protecting the good interest of the public, the attack is okay. But I want you to pay attention to something because he also then goes into telling him, you need to rewrite your report. Why am I saying that? Because I'm also getting ready to say something else to you because a lot of people love to do these things called affidavits. I wrote my affidavit not understanding the affidavit has no power until trial and it's spoken. But most people have very little idea or interest or even understanding of how to get it introduced. But it's also one of those things where I tell you to never show your hand. And if you do go if you are going to show it, don't show it too early. And filing that affidavit prior to filing your motion for discovery is a complete Mishandling of your own case The reason why I say this Was I was helping a young lady In Memphis She Was a bartender She's a very attractive young lady Well What the police officer did not know At the time She was getting off work There was a present that was left for her At her job She turns back Around to get the to get the present, she pulls into a Walgreens parking lot. Police officer approaches her. Neither one are in their vehicle. She shuns him off because again, she doesn't date cops. That's one of her things. She just does. I don't date cops. I understand it, but here we go. She then goes into Walgreens, get what she's going to get, and then she starts heading towards her job. The car gets back into his car. He begins to follow her. She gets uncomfortable. She hits record on her phone. She gets right up to where her job is. He pulls her over. He does not pay attention to the fact that she is recording him at the window. At the window, he reiterates that he would like her number. And she's a very attractive woman. She again shuns his advances. He then tells her to step out the car. He pats her down, lifts up her skirt, gives her a nice little rub down. Well, what he also was not paying attention to was the fact that one of her co-workers was standing outside of the job. Because remember, I just said that she was pulled over right outside of her job, right before she got to her job. So the young lady is standing outside recording the entire incident. So what's not seen by her recording from inside the car is being recorded by someone else on the outside of the car. Because you know who's recording no one ever saw? The recording from the police officer. Well, she gets arrested, gets bonded out, the I tell her, hey, get a copy of the police report. Gets a copy of the police report, but she's also one of these people. I'm going to show you. She hands in an affidavit. So a couple days later, she files a motion for discovery. She gets discovery. What do you know? There's a brand new police report. This time it's stating that he knew the young lady was recording him outside of where he stopped her at. The funniest part about it is he made no mention about the original contact. Well, she was also smart enough to go in and ask the manager, because again, she's an attractive young lady, the manager at Walgreens, hey, can I get that video when I came in here and the officer followed me in? Sure, here you go. She then plays her tape, because remember, she's recording as well. And since that as evidence for the DA, because it became a retaliatory stop. But the greatest part about it was the officer was still insistent that he was telling the truth. So we're standing there. And the question I asked him was. We're not at trial. Just keep that in mind. But I asked him, you have two separate police reports for the same incident. Both of them reads very differently. So which one are you lying on? Your original one or the one that you did after you saw what she was going to say. Her case was dropped simply because the officer is now a liar. He was caught in a lie from the fact the stop was illegal as well as he lied about the initial contact which was at Walgreens and the second police report. But it's understanding that has she not gotten the first police report and shown her hand, there would have been no need or would not have even known that there was a second police report because they will tighten up these things because this is why I tell you to constantly look at the file date. Look for those file markers because those are the things that can't be changed. Those are the things that can't be touched. Now, I also enjoyed this movie because there was a point in the movie where the police chief and the union president were asked point blank, are there situations where you would consider an officer's actions out of line and then seek to reprimand them? Both the police chief and the union president said yes. They were then asked. Have you ever done it? Why is that such a big question? Why is have you ever done it really big? Because, again, it's those things that we're watching. Because people tell me all the time, words mean nothing. Your action says everything. You can tell me that someone's actions are out of line and you will reprimand them. But if your response is... We're going to protect our own because piranha don't eat piranha. Remember that. Their answer was, we're going to protect our own. And I tell you, piranha don't eat piranha. If you're never going to hold someone responsible for their actions, am I my brother's keeper? Is there really a blue line? Can I honestly say I love or even back the blue If I am afraid to ask the blue to do their job properly. Because a good cop's worst nightmare is a bad cop. That's why whenever I talked about something that I'm going to do with a new series called The Brady List. It's because of that answer. Yes, they will hold someone responsible or reprimand them. For egregious acts against citizens. But if they're not gonna do it, we're going to put them in a position where they're useless in court. Because if you continue watching this, we own the city. That's exactly what they did to the head police officer. They made him useless. Okay, you're not gonna hold him accountable? Great. He's a known liar. Every time he gets on the stand, the prosecutor is putting themselves up for malicious prosecution. Why? Because they're putting a known liar on the stand. Then he's so cocky and arrogant, he's not even understanding law. Because he talked himself into getting dismissals. Because he had no idea that four cops surrounding a car is a detention without cause. And the police surrounding a car without probable cause to stop or arrest is illegal. Whoops. I think I just said something that most of us didn't know. I did a short and I and it was from the barbershop. Can't remember the podcast, but I don't know if you watch it, go watch it because it's a great podcast. But they're sitting in a barbershop and they're asking about whenever they would go out and walk. In my short, I took part of what they were saying. And it was the context of a show of force. When police show up in the neck of four for one person, that is a show of force. They're telling you there's nothing you can do about it. That is what they do. When you are surrounding a car and you're stopping them without cause, that is a show of force. Any reasonable person would not feel they have the ability to leave. Why? Because they are surrounded, which makes it a detention without cause and illegal. These are the things that I want you to understand. Because whenever someone's telling you you should, oh, you should just comply, ask them. If someone was hitting you with a hammer, would you lay there? Yes, I pause for dramatic effect because I want you to understand. Because that's what I want you to do. Ask the question and look at them. Because you want an answer to that question. Because that's what they're asking you to do. Just flat out trust these people who haven't done anything to earn that trust. Because these are the same exact people that are tell you that you shouldn't even be looking at certain things because that's just not right. You shouldn't be doing things because that's just not right. But now they're telling you to flat out trust someone you've never met even if it's just not right. Now, I actually brought this movie up because I'm talking about the Brady list because I'm actually going to do a separate video for each one of these officers because most of them got, I think it was 10 years or less for things as high as murder. Yeah, I'm going to say that a body for a police officer is worth less than 10 years. However, if you kill a police officer, that body is worth 48 years. Let that make sense. The people that are supposed to protect you, if they kill you, you're worthless. You're only worth eight. However, if you kill one of them, it's 48 years on average because some have gotten longer. Let that say again. The servant is more ba- valuable than the served. The servant is more valuable than the served. The peasant is more valuable than the king. The peasant is more valuable than the queen understand that because it's not my words that people are paying attention to it's the actions because the actual act is when you're killing a king when you're killing a queen because those are the people you're serving most you need to worry about is eight years Amber Geiger. oh whoops I forgot about that she walked in someone else's house. She lied about doing it. She murdered him. She was given 10 years. She's not going to serve 10 years. I've, I've said that like eight or nine times. She was allowed to move counties. While out on bail. After lying. Not once, not twice, but three times. Both John's. Life was worth 10 years. I want you to understand something. I did that because I want you to catch where I'm going with this. Because I also talk about. I'm actually going to go to the, the West Coast now. I'm going to go after my favorite target, my easy target. Jerry Williams. Jerry Williams has refused to resign, retire, step away, even after it's been found that again, another police officer told her subordinates to arrest and charge innocent people with no crime. But but again, if you comply. They won't do anything to you. If you're not committing a crime, they won't bother you. Jerry Williams told her subordinates to arrest innocent people and call them gang members. Saying they're the most violent gang members alive. More violence than the Bloods, Crips, and Hells Angels. But we're supposed to trust her because she has the badge. We're supposed to trust her subordinates who executed her act. Her ask. Her orders. Her commands. They execute it. We're supposed to trust them. These are not my words. This is what actually happened. Because you don't have to trust my words. The actions show us this. This is the same police department that had the most violent 2021 than any other police department in the country. For the last three years, they've been the most violent police department in the country under Jerry's watch. Why? Because Jerry says it's the citizen's fault that the police officers shooting them. Even though when the three-year-old stole the doll out of the Dollar General, her police officers lied about showing up and telling the mom they're going to blow their her effing head off and then slamming the, the husband onto the bumper of a car and then lying and saying he attacked them, forgetting that there were 70 other videos. And theirs then never showed up. Isn't that amazing? Their body cameras never showed up. But all these extra videos. Showed that these police officers lied. Jerry supported her police officers. Because it was the citizens fault. That the police officers were acting that way. Yet. It was the people that was telling the police officers. You need to be professional. You need to calm down. You need to actually de-escalate. You know. Because Officer Dingle said that's what they're trained to do. That's why they do what they do. That's why they back the blue. Because the blue is professional. The blue de-escalates. The blue only deals with criminals. Yet. We're looking at otherwise. Because your actions are showing something else. This is the same the police department. And the city Manager who stated, We don't want citizens filming us. And they said, You know what? The police have the right to determine if they can be filmed, even though we know, you know, through cases like Turner v. Driver, which is a 2017 case, or the Open Government Act of 2007, or any of the other. Government in the Sunshine I I could go through a plethora of them that give you clearly established where you can film the police officers performing their duties. It's clearly established. Right? They don't want you doing that. And in a video where they're showing... I want you to catch this. In a video where they're showing their police officers being shot at. They're using the video of a bystander while talking about not having citizens film them during their actions. It was the most... Unaware thing I've ever seen in my life, because to say I don't want a citizen filming us while we're in, performing our duties, then use, oh, you know what? Not then, while using. Again, because that was again that was my fault. While using a citizen's video of them performing their duties, but they just put the bill out. So you can't can't film them or the police officer determines if you can film them or not, even though it's clearly established. But wait, there's more. The most violent police station, the one that's paying out millions and millions of dollars every year because of the actions of not only this lying police chief. Who's pushing everything down to her subordinates and who's being okayed by the city manager. Is now. Pushing a bill. HB 2712. Introduced by. Representative Kavanaugh. To where. You cannot. Sue an Arizona police officer. Until. You get the okay. From their police board. Now. Remember what I brought up earlier. We own the city. Is there a police time where a police officer's action is so egregious that you will reprimand them for their actions? Their answer is yes. Have you ever done it? You have a police chief that knowingly lied on innocent people knowingly testify in open court on something she created she then told her subordinates to execute her plan and then when the plan got caught when she was caught she then put it off on the subordinates and begin to lie on them and then got caught in recordings They don't want you watching them be as violent and negligent because they're going to protect their own because piranha don't eat piranha. That's why I brought this up today. That's why I brought we own the city because that's exactly what's going on in Phoenix, Arizona. You have a corrupt, absolutely, without question, unequivocally, no guessing, not even an opinion. You have a lion ass police officer. You have a lying police chief who's telling her subordinates to do something they know is illegal. They're lying in police reports, you know, keeping the paperwork tight. They're changing the narrative. They're calling innocent people gang members. Even when getting caught, they're throwing one another under the bus because, again, where's the blue line? And while they're doing these things... They don't want you to film them. And then they don't want you to hold them accountable. My question to you and all these other police apologists. What color is the line? And if I can't hold my brother or sister accountable for their actions or correct their behavior, do I love them? Because I'm going to end with this, because again, I'm, I'm going to come back, because I'm coming a little different now. I'm going to end with this, because this was something that was said by somebody, it was surprising when I heard them say it, because I actually heard it come out of their mouth. Donald Trump was talking about people that were supporting him. He turned around, looked straight into the camera said, blind loyalty isn't loyalty. So when you're just backing the blue without any question, without any regard to what happened or actually doing the one thing they're supposed to do, getting the totality of circumstances, getting all the facts so you can make an educated decision when you're just blindly following them, you're the problem.